Mad at the Dirt Media. We did the mash. We did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a man's voice. Fuck. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Dude and do 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 do. That was nice. I gotta get in the zone. Get in the zone. Want me punch you in the face? Get in the zone. Want me punch you in the nuts? I'll get you in some. Because I'll go from hello to hello. How is that different than any other fucking day? (coughs) Welcome to Color You Next Tuesday, the reality comedy podcast featuring us, Kristen, and Will. In our podcast, we talk about what our lives are like, what we really think, and we do it explicitly. So here's your vulgar language warning. We also must add that we will discuss adult topics and triggering topics. So seriously, listening discretion is always fucking advised. Although we would never intentionally be ugly about our topics, this is reality comedy, people. It's supposed to be silly. That's what comedy fucking means. But if you find our topics or the things we say offensive, we just might not be the place for you. And that's okay. Don't let the earbud hit you in the twat on your way out the door. Don't let the bud hit you where the good lord split ya. And take that judgmental stick right out of your fucking ass. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. We're here. We're here. That's right, cunt muffins. Welcome back to Color You Next Tuesday. And remember, we are doing October all spooky and scary. So welcome back to the shit show. We got a lot of fucking shit to cover. We do. We (laughs) we absolutely do. Mm -hmm. Oh, want to hear something? Yeah. This is Color You Next Tuesday, and Will and Kristen are here to shake shit the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a good Canadian. Thanks, baby bro. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, apparently he and his uh, his his girlfriend are um, quite fans. Oh wow, yeah, they're big, they're big fans. So he just sent that to me. Well, I love the shit out of that. Which mm-hmm. which brother is that? Adam, the, the twin. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, I can't say the name. No, they're both twins. Oh, I know no, they're twins. Yeah, that's why I said the twin. The twins. One of the twins. One of the twins. Okay, Adam. Cool. Hey, Adam. <laughs> I ain't never met you before, but I'm sure I will some goddamn day. Well, you met Billy a bunch, so yeah. there you go. They're about the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. They're identical. In this episode, we're going to check in with each other, lose our shit with some pissy fits, share our own personal stories of the high school sweetheart and fire marshal Bill. No, right? Mm-hmm. Shit. I put bitch. Fire marshal bitch. Why did I write bitch? That's mm-hmm. weird. I said Bill. Okay. But you were looking at me, so that's probably why. And <laughs> let me redo that part. <laughs> in this episode, we're going to check in with each other, lose our shit with some pissy fits, share our own personal stories of the high school sweetheart and fire marshal Bill. We're going to see who's down to clown and probably a lot more because you cunt muffins know how we do it up in here. So if you're driving, give that horn a honk. If you're drinking, take a sip. And if you're not really doing anything, well, sit back while we shake the shit the fuck up for you. 
Welcome to Color You Next Tuesday. I like it. I like, you like yeah, that? I like what you did there. I wanted to put a little, you know, change up, a little, little spin on everything. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I did. Let's <laughs> go into fun or fucked. Fun or fucked facts? Yeah, or fun and fucked, because they could be too. As stated in the previous episode, fun or fucked facts is where we share something that may be kind of fun and may be kind of fucked, or may be fun and fucked at the same time. But it's crazy shit regardless, and it has to do with October. So, we've got a fun or fucked fact. What a funny little fucker. Yeah. What a funny little fucker. I'm going to share the uh, fact of an, a legend that I used to hear when I was growing up as a child. And her name is Soap Sally. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like something you would get at a discount, like at Dollar like Tree. A, like, like cheap or, suds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like, wouldn't that soap be Soap cool? Sally. Yeah. Five cents. If that were a brand, like, I want the Soap Sally one, Mom. I want the bubbles. So, um, yeah, there's a story uh, that I heard growing up as a child, and I wanted to share that as the fun or fucked fact for this episode. There is a legend in some regions of the Appalachia, which is mountains in the south, about Soap Sally. Some people say she's an old woman who wears too much makeup, and others say she's an old man trying to pretend that he's an old woman. According to the legend, Soap Sally stalks the area at dusk, looking for children who have run away from home. She grabs them by the hand, and in a death-like grip, leads them off, and nobody ever sees them again. People say she grinds up their bodies. This is where it takes a horrible fucking turn, as hearing this... I know, because you told the story to my kids Reading, when they were I younger. Know. Reading this man, now is like, what the fuck? Um, people say she grinds up their bodies and turns the children into lye soap. <laughs> it's just so stupid. There's a special kind of soap called lye soap, which was made years ago from the fat and bones of animals. I did not know that. Uh, soap Sally uses the fat and bones of children to make her own special brand of soap. Some even say she made the soap to resemble children's hands, which is even more creepier. creepier. Jesus, it's like a, like, it keeps, like a layer just keeps getting I know. On. And when she's done, they say she sells the soap to the parents of the missing children. <laughs> The parents never realize that they are washing themselves with the remains of their own children. (laughs) Oh my God. That is like the sickest, darkest, stormiest. It's pretty fucked up. Every time a child would go missing, two or three days later, Soap Sally could be seen going from town to town carrying a sack full of handmade soap, selling it cheap to unsuspecting parents. (laughs) In the past. Jesus. (laughs) I wonder and how things like this are born. So, like, yeah. how, how does one... I want to know which alcoholic in South Alabama was like, we're going to tell this story about Sup Sally, goddammit. I mean, it's either that or fucking Tennessee and, after yeah. a and bunch this of was, moonshine went This was when, before when methamphetamines, so... Yeah, that's They were scary. really fucking they were, creative. What the fuck were you smoking and sticking up every hole in your body? In past times, parents would warn their children about Sup Sally, saying, if you don't get home by dark, Sup Sally will get you. My grandmother used to say that to me all the time. I don't know why they just didn't stick to the boogeyman. They had to just fucking up the ante. <laughs> or, stay away from those woods. Sup Sally's gonna get you. The witch from Hansel and Gretel looked like a gem. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. What a fucking amazing legend. So, funny story, uh, real quick, is 
one one particular evening or season, your children were misbehaving. A couple Halloweens ago. Again. Yeah. And I put a twist on the story and told your kids that Sip Sally was a pedestrian on the highway close to your <laughs> subdivision. <laughs> and that she was struck by a car. And that at some times of like the evening, you could see her walking up and down the street with the bag of soap because she had like left the dollar store or something. And <laughs> one of one of Kristen's kids was acting really bad that week. So I brought from my house to her house a bar of dial soap. Purple. Yeah. And put it on under, his pillow. Under, yeah, you put yeah. it under his pillow. Under his pillow. And I've never seen a kid really freak out about something, but he was like crying in tears. And you kept saying, go to bed, go to bed. And he's like, I can't. Because she's going to get me. And I'm like, she's not going to get you. And then he lifted up his pillow, saw the soap, and flipped the fuck yeah, out. Yeah. I didn't know you had done it. Mm-hmm. And then he came downstairs. and Running. I, I mean, sheer terror on his face. And you got to admit, it kid, was fucking good. It was good. pretty funny. But then I was like, come on, Quinn. It's, it's, it's Will. I thought so, but then I didn't think so. It's Will. It's always me. It's always Will. So now that's why I don't believe anything that comes out of your mouth. I don't know if you cut muffins. Uh, no, but I posted a video on our social media for Color You Next Tuesday of me scaring the trick-or-treaters from last year. That's awesome. So if you guys want to see how I love to torment your children, because I said that in the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, fucking check it out. It's mm-hmm. pretty funny. My I'm neighborhood tr- kids are still scarred. We have other, I have other videos um, from other years of Halloween. Uh, which I'm trying to find, but I have over 15,000 photos and videos on my phone. So I'm going to find those and share them, um, you know, so you guys can see those and see how horrible of a human being I am. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I mean, if we're going to be real. (laughs) You you get what you give. Remember that. Yeah. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. I'm business or leisure. You rang. It's business, bitch. (laughs) The check-in is where we check in with each other to see what's new. I guess I'm going first this week. Yeah. Mine's kind of stupid. Um, So my husband installed outdoor lighting on our home, and it's giving me life. I've been asking for outdoor lighting to be fixed because we... When we bought the home, it was already wired, um, but they stopped working. So he felt really bad about the whole um, anniversary thing with the ring. So we went to Home Depot, and I think he secretly was like, I can make things better if I buy new lighting. So he installed those for us. And I gotta say, it's fucking giving me life. And, you know, the old saying goes, when the gays move in, the property value goes up, up, up. (laughs) That's true. so true. That is 100% true. So if you're a homophobe, I'm gonna say flip the switch on that one, especially if they're, you know, moving into your neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) What better way to shake shit up? No shit. So what's your check-in? Um, my check-in is nothing major, but, um, you know, my smart-ass kids. Yeah. I think they're really fucking funny. Little badass babies. Um, <laughs> Them's babies' kids. Them babies' kids. And <laughs> so I, I recently, I think I probably touched upon, I've become quite obsessed with TikTok. I just have. I had to get away from Facebook. I hate everybody on it. I yeah. hate all the politics and all the fucking, you suck as a human kind of bullshit. Oh, so, yeah. Um, I go there because it's happy. Mm-hmm. I see sad shit. I scroll on. It's like, yeah. nope, not today. Um, but I got a lot of recipes and all this shit. So the kids know that I'm 
I've gotten off of Facebook and now this is what I do when I'm having my morning coffee. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, here she goes again. Because they can tell because it's just videos and all you hear is like the songs that play over and over again. Yeah, I, that annoys the shit out of me. It does, but whatever. Some of the songs I really like. I've mm-hmm. downloaded them. I like it. Um, okay, so our dog, Chloe, our, my little beautiful chihuahua, was kind of acting like a dick mm-hmm. uh, this, this couple of days. And... In the morning, like, she's very cuddly and affectionate. But one more, this one morning, she was laying on the back of the couch, and I kept kissing her on the cheek, and she showed me her teeth. Oh, yeah. She didn't growl, but she showed me her teeth. And I'm like, all right, bitch. <laughs> I get your point. I don't know where this is coming from. I didn't do anything to you, but whatever. So then I saw Quinn trying to go towards her, and she did it, you know, just, just teeth. Just a, little, just a little corner lip was mm-hmm. going up. No growls, nothing, but it was like a warning shot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's just agitated. You know, when dogs get agitated, this is, you know, when they don't feel good, this is what they do. And Quinn looks at me, swear to God, dead panned face and goes, oh, yeah? Did you learn that on TikTok? (laughs) Yeah. And I go, excuse me? Did you learn about agitated dogs on TikTok? (laughs) (laughs) You little fucker. He's jealous. I said, uh. Because you can't, he can't have it. He won't won't let him have it. No, of course not. Yeah. And I said, uh, No. I didn't, you little smart ass. I said, you know what I learn on TikTok? I learn uh, recipes that you've enjoyed. And he goes, so you mean those things that you've cooked the last couple of times? Those That's things? From, yeah. <laughs> that, those were from TikTok? And I go, no, not those ones. That was just, I was, I was tired. <laughs> I just threw something together. And I go, what is your problem? And he was like, oh, okay, what else do you learn on TikTok? And I'm like, things. Yeah. I learned things about things. makeup. <laughs> and uh, Amazon finds and people and uh, Karen freakouts. Yeah, you know what? Fuck the fuck off, Quinn. What not to do? Anyways, so you know, I was just like, just the audacity of this little bastard. Oh yeah, did you learn about agitated dogs on TikTok? That's how he said it what too, a with dick. a fucking like a hard ock. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok. I got go to virtual school. <laughs> I have I have a huge question. What's the fucking algorithm? Is algorithm? that algorithm mm-hmm. for fucking TikTok? Because all the f- shit that comes up on mine is like lesbians and people that are on the verge of mental breakdown. I don't understand. Have you liked things or did you heart anything? Well, when you see so, people, when you say when you see sad shit, do you heart it? Well, because I'm a decent human being. There it is. When That's I right. come through the video of like someone who's like I'm. I'm, you know, fresh out of... <laughs> this sounds so stupid. Well, I'm fresh out of rehab. And I need all I your have, love and support. I have nowhere to live besides my car. And I've rescued this dog. And I could really use some positivity. So give me a like. And, and I'm you like, do. And I'm like, click. Like. Because and I'm like, how, oh, it's going to brighten their that day. how that... You just answered your own question. And that is how the algorithm develops. It's a wormhole mm-hmm. of like... All the things you should not do with your life. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you got to scroll on. You can't like, you can't heart, you can't <laughs> no, do any of it. You Don't just comment. To, you you got to just keep. Pass. Keep, yep. You answered your own question, friend. <laughs> Algorithms are developed by every fucking movement your finger makes. I know. So stop it. Oh, fucking TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. You know what's called TikTok? Because all the fucking time you're wasting on it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> For real. For reals. I've been known to go to bed at two in the morning because I was like, just one more. Because I love some funny shit. I'll stop at that sad shit, though. I'm done. Mm-mm. Let's get into pissy fats. We're not bitching and moaning. 
We're just pissy and groaning. Pissy Fitters Unite! Pissy Fits is where we talk about anything that's pissed us off this week. Who, you want to go first? You want me to? Whose is worse? Uh, I mean, yours is worse, so I think you should probably go after. Okay. Because it's, it's going to be hilarious. It's, oh. it's also... I'm glad you find it funny. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I wouldn't say funny. I was concerned a little, but... You were. Yeah. I was concerned. So my pissy fit for this week is um, the pillow debacle in my home. Uh, One morning this week, my husband uh, has decided that, I guess, during the night when he's sleeping, he will throw the pillows into the floor, which I totally get. Like, we have quite a few pillows on the bed. Uh, I think I counted, and there's like nine I know that sounds crazy, but I'm... Decorative pillows or just pillow pillows? No, we have, like, six um, full standard pillows with, like, the memory foam. I hate memory foam. And then I have one that is a bamboo foam for, like, side sleeping. Because I have really... I have a lot of trouble sleeping at night. But also, we have five uh, <laughs> squishy pillows. I don't know if you guys know what those are. They have, like, the little beads in them. They were really popular during the early 2000s. Okay. And so they... a child's pillow. Yeah. Yeah, I do have a Batman pillow. I've had it since 2004. It probably needs to go in the garbage, but I can't part with it. I it's, just... I wash it. I put it... doesn't have lice. Well, I put it in, like, a pillowcase, and I tie the pillowcase, and I'll throw it in the washing machine so that it doesn't separate and get those little beads everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to... When I'm sleeping, I sleep on my side with a pillow between my legs, and then I have my bamboo pillow, and then another support pillow because I have really bad acid reflux because I'm, you know... Not mid- gay. Mid-30s, and everything's falling to shit. So, he has, on his side, three pillows. He's throwing them in the floor... It's a thing now, and I get up one morning to get ready for work, and I also have severe allergies, so our chocolate lab that sleeps in our bedroom will go to that side of the bed and lay on our pillows. That he threw on the floor. Yeah, and so what happens is the dander, whatever, gets on my face at night, and then I'll wake up and I can't breathe, or I have hives, or my eyes swollen shut, and I look like fucking one of the cartoon characters from Daria. (laughs) So I'm like... What the fuck? So I come over to the side of the bed. There's the top sheet and two pillows on the floor. And she's laying on them. And I'm like, fuck. So I pick them up and I put them back on the bed. I go take a shower. I'm getting ready for work. I come back out of the shower. And there is another pillow on the fucking floor. So I go and I pick it up and I put it on the bed. And what do you know? This motherfucker comes out of a dead sleep like a coma picks the pillow up right in front of me and throws it across the room. And I was like, uh, no, no homegirl. We're not doing that. We're, it's not going down this morning. So, and I hadn't had my coffee yet. So I go over, pick it up and throw it back on the bed. And he turns around and gives me the, the worst fucking look ever, you know? So to explain a little bit into why he was being such a dick is for The last couple of years, we thought he, and he's going to hate me for saying this, we thought he was suffering from gout, which is, I guess, when you're in your feet, what is it, like, to your tendons swell, it's... Yeah, like an inflammation or something. Yeah, it's like an inflammation, it's caused by, like, some kind of acid in your body, I think it has to do with genetics, 
He's been battling that now for a few years, and it's it's getting really bad. Like, it's gotten really bad lately, mm-hmm. and he'll go play tennis, and then it'll flare up, and it takes a couple weeks for it to go away, and then he goes and play tennis, and it happens again. So his foot's been bothering him really bad, and I guess some of the pillows, like, pressure on that is aggravating him, which mm-hmm. I totally understand now. Um, but turns out, he doesn't have fucking gout. Um, apparently several years ago, he somehow fractured his foot and did not know. And over time, it has caused a bone spur. So he will be having surgery on Hallow's Eve, which I'm not crazy about, but he has to have it done. So yeah, that's, that's why he's been throwing the goddamn pillows in the floor, because I guess they move their way down and fuck with his feet. I don't know. Could he have not articulated that instead of... At the moment, no. It was like, let's see how far I can push him to explode at like 7 (laughs) a.m. So he did a really good job of it. Um, But yeah, that's... that's, Oh, that's a... The pillow's on the floor. It's a marriage pissy fit. I like it. I think um, we're going to get into Kristen's pissy fit and uh, forgive us because we are aware that we skipped a week. And I think um, you're this going explain to why. explain what the fuck happened. It was me. It was. It was me. It was bad. It was bad. It was. It, it was not good. It was. Yeah. So I have had lasers in the past. The fractal. Frac, mm, sorry, I have had CO two fractional lasers in the past. Like many of them. Nobody knows what that is. It's a. It's for like sun damage. Fucking and, white privilege. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else? We've already explained that my friends is. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah. The, I it gives me access to shit. So you had a a CO two laser, which is for uh, sun damage, Scar scarring. Yeah, just scarring. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I lived in Florida. I got fucking I got sea lice. Yeah. It it happened. So I have like some white scars, and it looks like basically shrapnel from fucking bullets. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've been working on that over the years. And now that it's fall, I'm not in the sun. I'm like, okay, it's time for my yearly fucking laser. So we go and do it. <laughs> not a new machine. We actually went lower, and uh, some shit went sideways. Yeah, it like, did. real sideways. So, yeah, it did. <laughs> um, I was numb. They numb you up when you're doing it. But then I got in the car afterwards, and I am, like, on fire. Like, my skin's on fire. And I'm like, fuck, I had the air conditioning blowing on me. I was like, holy fuck. It's basically, like, it was borderline Kruger. Yeah. Right? They're, like, zapping you with a machine. Yeah. And it's, what, like an inch by an inch? I don't know. I had these. I had those metal goggles on. And it, they go, like... Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, a graft-looking... Okay. But it's, like, severe laser, like, burning it's your deep. skin. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was deep. So, okay, I'm like, ooh, this one's I'm a little hotter than normal. <laughs> it's fine. So, get home. I walk in, and Dwight's like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, it looked like I was a lobster. Mm-hmm. Like, I was dipped in the water, and the rest of my body is pure white. <laughs> the worst right? sunburn ever. Oh, it was the worst. So, I'm like, you know, I kind of feel chilly. Mm-hmm. I got the chills. It was, like, on a Tuesday, right? Wednesday, I go to work. And, you know, I don't hide this shit from my clients. Right. I've owned everything I've done. They come and see me at my absolute worst. But my hands still work. She that's was, all they give a fuck. She was the shade of, like, red. Like. Like, really, really, really red. Crimson. Yeah. Like, seriously, it was crimson. Insane. Yeah, it was... Like, that. Freddy Krueger. And it would, as 
as the la- as the 24 hours went on, it, it, it intensified. Got worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm lathered up with fucking Aquaphor. Like, <laughs> Bacitracin <laughs> and, and Aquaphor. I look disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. I recognize that. So people walk in and I'd be talking to them and I'd be like, oh, right. Yeah, I see what you're staring at. I look like I was dipped in hot wax. I yeah. get it. Um, this is not a paraffin treatment that went wrong. <laughs> I chose this. So mm-hmm. Wednesday goes, I come home at night. I, I'm, I'm a little chilly. Like mm-hmm. the chills would set in and I'm like, fuck me, what is going on? And then I would take like ibuprofen, um, didn't drink a goddamn ounce of anything. Just water, water, water. Because we're making up for it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I haven't drank <laughs> at all, actually. So um, then Thursday comes and I'm like, still not great. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like I'm improving much. <laughs> so then Friday comes and in the first time in 27 years, I canceled on clients. Yeah. Because she you was, could see me. Yeah, she was sick. I was like, she was really something's sick. not right. I thought I thought that you had COVID. I know you did. And I, I, I was did. like, you, asking, bitch, you gotta go. I was concerned. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have COVID. I, I mean, I did I did talk to the doctor, so we're clear. Right. Okay, yeah. so that was already... So um, She was really, really sick. Yeah, I did. I, I, of course, I talked to my friend, and I was like, dude, like, I'm not feeling so great. So, yeah, by Friday afternoon, uh, I could felt, felt like my spine was shrinking into my tailbone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I look like I have osteoporosis? Because mm-hmm. I'm shrinking. Yeah, I, I'm, I was curving down. I looked at you, and I said, I think... I think I'm. You're gonna need to call the clients yeah. and just reschedule. Um, like again, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. And so I text my husband and I said, "I'm coming home. I've canceled my clients." And he's like, "Are you sure you can't pull through this?" No, she was. Really and I was bad. like, "No, you were really, really bad." And we were supposed to record Friday night. Yeah, and because... I was, and I told you that's not yeah. happening. And then we thought maybe we could do it Saturday. I woke up, so I went. I got home, uh, took some Nyquil, and. Woke up the next day and I was like, oh, I'm, 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 I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Totally felt fine. Because you were drunk off the NyQuil. Duh. Yeah, but it was like, it was like, it was the, it turns out I was taking the wrong NyQuil. Mm-hmm. I was taking the one for cough. I didn't have a cough. <laughs> so it was useless. Psychosomatic, honestly, because I went to work, as you know, uh, and then I brought my son with me. He asked if he can come. And so I'm in the back room mixing color and I could feel my spine again, mm-hmm. like going down. I looked at him and he goes, mom, are you all right? And I said, I fucking should listen to dad. <laughs> I don't think I should have come today. And he was like, well, why didn't you listen? Like, why? And I was like, because I, I don't do this. I don't, I don't bail. Yeah. And I felt okay this morning. And he's like, you don't, you don't look good. Yeah. And I'm like, I are. don't, f- I feel worse than I look. If that, if you can imagine that. So then, um, I, w- I made it through the day. I don't know how the fuck I did it. <laughs> and then, um, all of course, while well, everyone was wearing masks and no, I did not have COVID. I did not have the flu. I didn't even have a cold. Yeah. Turns out I had the equivalent of sun poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what else did you have? And then. Because. <laughs> my dumbass. <laughs> I just, I just kept, just like a fucking snowball yeah. of shit. Uh, spent the whole day Sunday and I texted you and said, can't do it. We're not, we can't record today either. Yeah. I am so sorry. You were cool about it. Um, for the most part, I know, but I, I was bitching at home though. But I don't care. You didn't say <laughs> know, it to me. You're like, you gotta take care of yourself. I'm like this bitch. It would have been the worst <laughs> session anyways, right? It would have been like, it a, wouldn't have been fun. No, I probably would have fallen on the fucking mic. Mm-hmm. It would have been like a dick to the forehead. No. Tell them what you did though. I poisoned myself with zinc. <laughs> I actually went into a panic attack. How'd you do that? How'd you do that? I was taking zinc. How much zinc were you taking? 330 milligrams (laughs) times two. So 660. (laughs) Every couple of hours. And what happened? I I had a panic attack, which I thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) 
And my poor son, I, I oh, it was just a shit storm. It just fucking spiraled. It just spiraled. My poor kids. Dwight had gone to work and I was like, oh, it was a Monday God. and I was like, I feel fine. I think I'm finally coming out of this. This fucking Vija Vaja Vediman over That's here. Exactly <laughs> what the fuck I did. It was just way overboard, way overboard. I'll and have my, another. And my 16-year-old is the one who figured it all out, right? Yeah. So I, I'm like in a panic mode. I've never had a panic attack in my life. Yeah. So I thought, I think I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. It's scary, right? It was scary. It and hurts. I don't remember like the pain. Re- I just remember like, can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two little ones were like, Mom, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm trying to not let them see the fear. But clearly, you, it was obvious. You almost had to go to the hospital. Well, Maddox almost called the yeah, uh, 911. Yeah, he almost did. And then so he was out back watching TV on his little school break. And I opened the door. I really didn't want to get them involved. But, I mean, he's a teenager now. Yeah. And I opened the door. And I had tears running down my eyes. And I said, I need you to help me find the aspirin. Because I bought, you, I bought you it. I thought you were having a heart attack. I did. Yeah. And so he was like, what? 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 And I said, I bought a bottle of aspirin. And I don't know where it is. Fuck. And he was and then he was like, Mom, what's the matter? And I said, I whispered to him. And I said, I think I might be having a heart attack. <laughs> that kid fucking flew over those couches. He, I mean, he came around fast, right? So he flew around the corner. comes around. He's, he's, he's going through every drawer. And I'm like feeling like there's an elephant on my chest. Mm-hmm. And That's what panic attacks. I feel didn't like. know that though. Mm-hmm. So I used to have them a lot. Then Quinn calls Dwight and says something's wrong with mom, and so Dwight, you know, Dwight gets me on the phone. He's like, "What's going on?" I go into the bathroom on the phone with him, and I'm crying. And I said, "I don't know what's going on." Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, "But I, I need you to come home." And he was like, "I'm on, I'm already in the car." Like he was on his way. So the kids are, and I was like, "Everything's fine." And I'm trying to do that fake smile. Yeah. And Bryce is like in tears because <laughs> they're freaking out. I know. And I was like, "See, if I if I was if everything was really wrong, if mommy wasn't okay, could I smile like this? I probably look like I was stroking." <laughs> it's just so like the scene must have looked like you have like skin hanging off your face. It was You're just, like, "Look at mommy. I'm look happy. at mommy. Like, I probably look at that fucking clown from Poltergeist. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't want to look at you, bitch." You're getting scarier by the second. Stop trying to smile. I look like a puppet. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Charlie McCarthy. This is fucked up. Uh, so Maddox starts saying, he comes to me, what did you take today? Tell me everything you took today. And I was like, vitamin C, vitamin D. And I took the zinc. It's on the refrigerator. It's in the refrigerator and blah, 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 blah. He grabs the zinc because he's like, well, it's not C and D. That's dumb. Yeah. So he goes and grabs the zinc and he goes, mom, how much of this did you take? And I was like, like two drops. Droppers. And he's like, drops or droppers? And I went, droppers, like dropperfuls. And he goes, mother. <laughs> you're ODing on Z. He's like, you're supposed to have eight to 10 milligrams. This is 330. And I'm fuck. like, the fuck? Yeah, you right. fucking. Yeah. And he was like, stop it. You're not allowed to take it anymore. And he... So Dwight walks in and I'm fine. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. You feel better? I totally felt better. And then he's like, what is, like, are you all right? And Did I went. Did you take an aspirin? They did. Okay. Maybe I, that helped. I Maybe, but I maybe mean, it, it was quick. It was thinned quick. Thinned out the zinc. <laughs> Guess what? How many of those did you take? The only thing I'm on right now is probiotics. Yeah. That is it. I'm like, let me just stop everything. <laughs> I mean, Maddox was mad. And, he was, and, well, then, he, and then he did them. say, why do you keep doing this to yourself? Well, and I said, Maddox, I'm, it's sun damage. It's not like I, I didn't have surgery. Like, what the hell? What does he mean? He's like, because his thing was, why did you do this this laser? And I said, this is like my fifth one. Yeah. I've never reacted like this before. It's rare. You know, I talked to my friend. Of course, he called. Yeah. I texted him and I was like, I, I'm not doing so good. 
And yeah. he called and he's like, what's going on? And I told him and he goes, yeah, that's, you know, I don't know if you've ever read the paperwork that you sign. But you can have <laughs> there a, is a, a mild reaction. Mm-hmm. You can. You it's can. like like a the worst sunburn. simulation of sun poisoning. Yeah. It basically, it mimics like as if you were sun poisoned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that happened. But you're better now. I'm better now. I'm excited. And she well, looks, we'll see how that we'll we'll see how it like when you it, already when it look really, way, it's better. way better. Yeah, of course, because I've you know, and this wasn't a well, was it a a vanity thing? For no, you? this was all sun damage. Okay. I had all the sun. You've seen the sun damage. It, it also gets rid of like anything uh, precancer. Yeah, 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 and also precancerous yeah. stuff. So, yeah. um, I stay on top of that shit mm-hmm. because I'm fair, and yeah. I I was a rower. I spent a lot of years on the water. No sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So that shit starts to show itself and you got to get ahead of it, not behind it. Yeah. So when the, you know, things start to creep up and I have, uh, luckily I have access to it. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I'm burning it off. I, I mean, mean, it's better for you to do that, but I said, go for it. Yeah. But so you, we clearly cunt muffins. We are advocates for whatever you don't like about yourself. If you can change it, change it. Right. Like, but uh, all you know, for it. I'm also an advocate for Take full body yeah. scans every year. Yes. So which I've never had done and I'm I plan to do. You do need do. to do it. You do need to do it. And because stuff that you did in your 20s will start to surface. Yeah. And uh sometimes you just let it go on too long. Laying out with Crisco will nope. come and get you. It'll get you. It'll get you quick. So that's just my Pissy fit. Uh, it was all me. I, I'm basically exacerbated it. Turns out my kids look like they would miss me a lot. They were really freaked out. <laughs> so the good news is I think they really dig me. <laughs> so now we're going to do our personal stories. And remember, our what we said before is it, because it's October, we're going to do scary and spooky creepy or... and creepy and fucked up related shit yep. in celebration of Halloween. <laughs> so this episode, I am going to tell the story of the high school sweetheart. This was a really difficult week for me to think of a good story to do because Kristen's story in the last episode, let's just say, was fucking epic with the Ken and Barbie killers. And I say epic because it was both shocking and interesting. Before I go into my story for this episode, I'm gonna say trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Okay, I'm going to tell the story of the high school sweetheart. In the 80s, two small town high schoolers fell in love. Joe and Jane both attended the same school and participated in sports. It was like a love story that you see in the movies. Like what 80 movie where they fall in love? Like Pretty in Pink and all Mm -hmm. that shit. It's kind of similar to Joe and Jane's like love story. Two young adults who fall in love and you know they can't be without each other because it's just life. After graduation, the two decided to start a life together. They got married and planned for the future and things seemed wonderful and both had really good jobs and big plans for themselves. So, I mean, you know, it was only right that they start to venture out and start a life together. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, over time, Jane started to see that Joe was not the person that she thought he really was. There were signs here and there throughout the relationship, but people fight and argue, and that's just part of being in a relationship. Everybody argues. Things happen, you know. It's not always perfect. But when things really started to get bad, 
Jane decided that it was best that she move out and divorce Joe. Remember, they'd both married very young, and sometimes things just don't work out for the best. So it was only natural for Mm -hmm. them to kind of part ways and, Mm -hmm. you know, try to reestablish themselves. Joe obviously did not take this well, and he had a very hard time dealing with the loss of his high school sweetheart. So, you know, it's just one of those things that it takes people time to adjust. Time passed and things for Jane had seemed to start coming together, but she still couldn't shake Joe. She was still in love with Joe. She would see him here and there and they would just try to do things. And, you know, after many failed attempts of trying to kind of bring back their relationship, Jane finally told Joe that things just weren't going to work out and they both needed to move on with their lives and both Joe and Jane were obviously hurting tremendously. Sure. Like, it's really hard, you Mm -hmm. know? It's like you fall in love, and then you break up, and you fall back in love, and you break up, and it's just, it's hard. So more time passed, and Jane's mother received a knock on the door, and it was the police department informing that Jane had been killed. Mm. Jane's body had been discovered inside her home, and the gun that had fired the shot to her head was next to her body. Jane's family was fucking devastated as they should have been jane was so young and she was really starting to figure out who she was and where her life could really take her after jane was laid to rest the investigation really led to nowhere and even though the gun was registered to jane's ex-husband joe joe stated that that gun jane had mistakenly taken with her and he didn't mind her having the gun because he wanted her to feel safe several weeks passed and eventually jane's family was informed that her death had been ruled suicide joe was devastated and for a while it was really difficult for him but eventually he moved on and met another woman whom he married but things with that marriage took a turn for the worse because joe had a horrible temper and his second wife just couldn't take it anymore So they soon divorced, and he decided he should take some time just to enjoy life. Joe started his own business. He stayed single for a while, you know, messed around with different women and all that. But finally, he met the woman of his dreams. She was smart and funny and beautiful. She too had been married before, and together they just seemed to be a great fit for one another because both of them kind of had this whole thing of former marriages and trying to figure out who they were. They eventually got married, and it was a fresh start for the both of them and their two children. They each had one kid from a former former relationship, and together they became a family of four. The kids loved each other, and everything was going in the right direction. But sadly, over time, things started to take a dark turn. Joe would have outbursts of violence and eventually started to abuse his wife and his family. One day things would be great, and then the next day literally pure destruction. But his wife stayed because she loved him, and she loved their family together. On an evening in June of 2006, Joe and his wife of 12 years had a few friends over, and they started drinking and enjoying the night with their friends. Things were fun, but when Joe would drink whiskey, he would turn into another person. Randomly, an argument started between Joe and his wife. Joe told all of the family friends to leave, but they knew they had to try their best to help him calm down. But nothing was working. 
When a friend of the family was getting things together to leave, he saw Joe hit his wife. He ran over to try and stop the argument, but Joe was so angry he grabbed a pistol from above the microwave and said to get out. The family friend had no other option but to leave. Joe's wife ran to the back of the house, pleading with him to stop. So afraid, she locked the door to the master bedroom. Joe, in pure rage, busted the door down, grabbed his wife by the hair, pulled her into the master bathroom, screaming that he was going to shoot her in the head over the toilet so that he didn't make a mess. The wife pled with him to stop, and eventually their 12-year-old daughter ran into the room and begged him to give her the gun. She took the gun and ran, but Joe, in his rage, beat his wife until she was black and blue. Thankfully, one of the family friends phoned the police station and officers arrived. Once the police arrived and questioned both husband and wife, the wife knew if she had told the truth that it would have only made matters worse. So she packed up her three small dogs and a small suitcase and drove into the town and booked a hotel room. She left her kids behind? Yeah. She had no other choice. Hmm. Like, in that kind of situation, you know, you can't really do much, you know? I was at a concert in a town three hours away, and in those days, you could not take cell phones into a show. My friend Callie and I got into the car to leave, and I picked up my phone to see that I had 32 voicemails from my sister pleading with me to come home. I tried to call her the whole way home, but I could not get in touch with my sister. I finally found out from my aunt that Debbie was at the hotel, and we went and met her there. I've never seen bruises so dark unless they were on my own skin. That was the night that I realized the light that was left in my mother's eyes had went dim. After 12 years of living in true hell, Debbie finally made a plan and left Joe. She went missing for three months before I saw her again in person, and she went missing because she was fucking terrified that if he found her, he would kill her. She finally divorced Joe, and we lost literally everything we had, but we did not lose our lives. Time has passed as it does, but I will never forget what true fear feels like. And I'm grateful for every single day that I'm able to live the life that I have now. It has not been the easiest road for me. I have managed to survive a terrible situation. And when I have my bad days, I always remember what my past has taught me and how I could have become another statistic. I can never say whether or not Jane's death was suicide or homicide. But what I can say is from the things that I have personally witnessed, that evil is real. Jesus. I, I started to think, is this your mom? Yeah. Because you had mentioned his name before? Yeah. But I, it was the sister that threw me off. Mm -hmm. oh I have a sister. God. I knew you had a sister, but it threw me off because I know that you don't have a relationship with her. So, because it's October... Um, I don't know if Cup Muffins know that uh, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I felt like it was uh, the right time and a good thing for me to share that story because it's it's a sensitive topic, and I know that, um, but it's a tr it's truth. It's real. It happens. It happens every day to people, and I felt like it is kind of spooky and scary because it's a fucking reality um but i also wanted to bring awareness to that kind of stuff happening jesus christ um i want to say like i had to type this out 
because there was there's so many different directions that when I tell this story that I could have taken it and I didn't want to overlook or venture off into what's like things that aren't important or that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. So if it sounds like I'm I was reading, it's because I I was mm-hmm. I had to type it out. There's a lot of stuff I didn't want to miss. Right. Um, but I say to you, Cop Muffins and listeners and new people, um, please be an ear for those who need it. Donate, volunteer at local shelters for victims of domestic violence. If you see something, you say something. Um, be present. You never know what someone is dealing with behind closed doors. I am living truth of that. And, um, I know it's kind of a bummer story, but it's legit real. Uh, it happened. There's a lot of other things that's happened, which I've touched base on before, but I just felt it was a good time to share that and kind of bring awareness because it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's that's a lot to take in. Yeah. I, I had a sister. Um, she was my stepsister. When my mother, Debbie, and Joe married, I was eight or nine, and she was three or four. It's hard to really say, like, exact dates and years because of a lot of that stuff I've... Suppressed. Tried to, mm-hmm. yeah, black out or, mm-hmm. you know, block it, mm-hmm. um, which I also have said I've spent several months in therapy um, to try and kind of deal with all that shit. But yes, I have, I have a stepsister who was my sister. Like I, you know, I claimed her as my own, um, cause we were so young when we became siblings. And, um, the last time that I saw her was at, um, the divorce trial, which sounds so ridiculous, but it was legit like a trial. And, um, I, I had to get up on the stand and I was sworn in and I had to, you know, make statements and everything. And that that was the last time I saw her. And I think I was 20, I was 21. And, um, it's just like, it's so sad. You know, we were very close. I loved her. I still love her. I tried to reach out to her throughout the years. I've tried to reach out to her and uh, she, she refuses to talk to me. And all I can do is just hope that one day, um, you know, when she's a little older and wiser, that she'll reach out and we can kind of talk and, you know, put things to rest. But I don't wish bad upon her. No, of course at not. At all. No, of course not. But yeah, it's fucking real. That it's is real. crazy. And it happens all the time. It does make you question what happened to that other girl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of privacy, mm-hmm. I've, you know, obviously Change changed name. some names, but, mm-hmm. um, I know that my mother has personally spoken to Joe's first wife's mother mm-hmm. and allegedly, um, there's no doubt in Jane's mother's head that he killed her. Yeah. He shot her mm-hmm. in the head with his gun and left the gun and because of connections mm-hmm. that he had, mm-hmm. um, he he allegedly has gotten away with it. Yeah. And uh, that's very unfortunate. Yeah. So. There's a special place in hell for people like that, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pure he's still alive, evil. right? As far as you know, I mean. As far as I know, he's alive. I have had in the past, I don't know if they're still active. Um, I have, <laughs> this is so crazy. I um, took him to court. 
I press charges against him twice. Mm-hmm. And I have all of that information saved. And sometimes my question, my husband is like, why do you have all this shit, like, put away? And I'm like, because there's a chance that one day he may seek revenge. And if he does, I want to have my ducks in a row. I can't get a protective order or anything like that against him unless there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And he's not contacted me in several years. Sure. But he's also the kind of person that festers. Lay and wait. Yeah. And, you know, like if I if I saw him in passing, he would absolutely try and Jesus. start something. So that's why I avoid mm-hmm. my hometown. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends that I, I love. Like, I love my hometown friends and, and some of the people I grew up with. I love them. Um, but I don't go to my hometown because of that reason, of the potential to run into him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that's the story of the high school sweetheart. He ain't so fucking sweet. No. May he rot. He's probably already rotting from he the will. inside now. So what's your personal story? I hope it's a cheerer upper because I think I just fucking smothered everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Sorry. yeah, probably not for the people involved, but <laughs> <laughs> this um, every every Halloween I think about this story and I don't even remember if it took place at Halloween, but mm-hmm. it's fitting. I may have mentioned before that my family, we love to scare the fuck out of each other. I, love I grew it. up with it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm talking like grandparents even did this shit. My great grandmother was a little prankster too. Yeah, like she got she got into a. I one time I put saran wrap over top of the toilet and I did that thing <laughs> for the piss. Yeah, <laughs> and then I saw my great grandmother go in the restroom and I was like, oh no, that's not who it was meant for. But she saw it, mm-hmm. and this little bitch, I love her poured water around the outside of the toilet and called me in and said, now you can clean up my pee. (laughs) So I grew up around people who just, we always fucked with each other. This one particular time, my aunt, my aunt Peg was um, in dental school. Yeah. At the time. And my aunt Sue, who was a little bit younger, was was at my grandparents' house. And it was a really large house, right? And it was, my grandfather built it and it was just like a really cool. Mm -hmm. But if you were home alone, you would probably shit yourself. Kind yeah. of house, right? The, the girls were staying at the house together. No, the, Susie went to the house. Peggy was living at my grandparents' house. Okay. Because she was in dental school. Susie was already married with one baby at the time. She came to the house to do some things for my grandparents. They were out of town and realized Peggy was about to be coming home. It was, it was later night, mm-hmm. like dinner time, getting dark. And she left a note <laughs> on the table that said, I know that you're home alone. What? Mm-hmm. Who left the and note? And I'm in the house. You're... My Aunt Sue did it. Oh, my God. Okay. So she writes this note in fucked up handwriting <laughs> and leaves. Box letters. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't recognizable to Peg. Okay. <laughs> can, can we do this to someone? So yeah. So she goes home. So she goes home. And meanwhile, Peggy comes home, sees this fucking note, flips the fuck out, okay? Like, flips out. So she picks up the phone to call whomever she was calling for help. I don't know if it was her boyfriend who was now her husband. But she picks up the phone and drops the phone, okay? Because she's now getting more scared. She's shaking. Now she's now now it's setting in like, fuck, if she heard a creak, whatever. And she bolted out of the house. I would have too. Okay, so she bolted out of the house to the neighbors across the street. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Sue's at home feeling bad about what she did and was like, I better call her. <laughs> I better call her. And this is before cell phones. Yeah. I better call her and tell her, yeah. you know, what I did. So she's not freaking out all night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she tries calling. Of course, the phone's off the hook. So she keeps getting this busy signal. And now <laughs> Sue's fucking freaking out that now something happened to her sister because now she can't get a hold of her. Yeah. Okay. So Peggy runs across the street to the neighbors, who was a retired firefighter, (laughs) and she says, someone's in the house. (laughs) Just fucking chaos. This is good. Yeah. He gets his axe, fucking comes across the street with her, okay? And, like, I think boxers and a t-shirt, whatever, comes across the street with her, and she's bugging out. But my grandfather had this door that he had he had specially made that when you leave it locks behind you. <laughs> that's why they're that's why we always had these keys hidden around his front yard in these really weird spots for this reason because you can't just have one key because someone would use the key come inside and then you would leave forgetting that you left the key inside the house and then it locked out again. So he had all these like keys set up. Why did he? Why did he have that door? Not quite sure. Probably because of all the grandchildren. I don't fucking know. It made sense at the time. Then he realized his family was a bunch of fucking tards, and so <laughs> wasn't a great idea. So, meanwhile, okay. So Susie's not getting through. She's starting to panic, so she decides. You know, she tells her husband, "I I better drive over there." Yeah, I'm right, sure. Now she's yeah. feeling bad about what she did. Yeah. So she's on her way driving over there. Meanwhile, Fire Marshal fucking Bill <laughs> can't get in the house, but he believes someone's in the house, so he starts axing the door. No. Okay. Oh, fuck. Peggy mentions to him, I did call the police. <laughs> Shit. So the police show up with him, with him axing the door <laughs> with the report of someone... Breaking in the house. Oh, my God. So imagine that scene when they come in. Oh, they probably had their guns, like, out. They, uh, uh, no, but they were like, you know, get away from the door and the girl. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Susie's driving down the street to come and see her sister, and all she sees is flashing fucking lights. Yeah. <laughs> so now she thinks her sister's dead. <laughs> so now she's panicking. She comes running out and she's like, Peggy, I'm so sorry. And she had to tell everybody standing there, it was me. I did it. And I mean, you want to talk about the hell storm that was brought on her. That's awesome. That snowballed so badly. But all I could picture is like, and I remembered the guy that lived across the street. Um, well, it's called Mr. W, but the nicest people, right? Yeah. And then my, his neighbor's you know, one of five of the fucked up kids that my grandfather had. And he was just like, what the absolute (laughs) hell? (laughs) What are y'all doing over there? (laughs) And I'm sure the cops are just like, what kind of sick, twisted shit is this that you guys do to each other? We're like, we do it all the time. We just do it all the time. It's not a big deal. It's tradition. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, Peggy's fucking furious with Sue because she's like, how could you do this to me? I'm so sorry. I I felt so bad, but then I thought you were dead. And then I saw the lights. Oh, my God. It's a fucking... uh, That's my family. That's my lineage. I wear that badge proudly. So that's why you play your jokes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love doing it to my kids, and then they do it back. You know, it's a whole... It's just a cycle. It's going to go on for centuries. Oh, it should. Yeah. Totally should. Dwight is... You know, he's not really... he, He doesn't love it. Yeah. He's not a fan. No. Because he's the one that we get the most. (laughs) 
My brother does it. My dad's done it to him. He's just like, I'm surprised he actually asked me to marry him for so many reasons. So I I have this uh, dummy that I found at Goodwill for $4, and it's a zombie. And it has like a hanging rope thing. Oh, yeah. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. You saw it. It was Mm -hmm. hanging up in my foyer. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for the night that I wake up at 3 a.m., and I'm like, oh, I'm wide awake, and I have to go downstairs and get water. Have you scared yourself? No. I'm going to take that motherfucker and I'm going to hang it on my dresser that oh, faces him, my husband's side of the bed. Hell yeah. And then I'm, I'm just waiting because he's not going to hear this. And I'm going to be like, baby, someone's in the room. Baby, baby. The only thing is I'm afraid he's that he shoot is at it. going to grab the gun. He will. He'll shoot at it. And shoot it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> It's kind of like your intentions to be funny and just like kind of spook somebody. I want to. How it so spiraled bad. into a fucking fire marshal in a police department. When, I don't know that you want to go there. When I was in college, I used to take my mannequins like mm-hmm. Vanessa and Brenda and all those. Mm-hmm. And I would wait until he was in the shower oh, yeah. and creep them over the top of the door <laughs> and like Great. tap the glass. And I've never seen... A man so big, like, fucking meltdown. You would think that someone threw, like, roaches on him. He'd be like, oh! That'd be funny if you took your fake roaches and just threw them. <laughs> them running down the and, wall. And, like, you, like, cover his privates, you know? Like, oh, my God, get out of here! Like, that's the first place they're going to hit. <laughs> I know, right? They're going for the jugular, dude. They're not going for your dick. <laughs> I'd put it, I would put it in the bed and everything, like... Prop it up in the bed and wait for him to, like, pull the sheets back and there'd be a, like, fucking mannequin head in there. It was awesome. My brother scared the fuck out of Dwight one time when he was living with us in New Orleans. And um, he had a date. And he was going out late at night. But again, yeah. he was young at the time. So we were like, you're going out at 10 o'clock at night? Ew. <laughs> and he's like, okay, guys, I'll see you later. And we were laying in bed. And he fucking door shuts, lights off, everything, right? We were laying in bed. And Dwight was spooning from behind. Yeah. Okay. A good sure. fucking 45 minutes. Stop. That came out wrong. He was a little... We were going to sleep. Yeah. A good 45 minutes go by. It's a good one. Okay. 45 minutes. Jesus, stop. I'm sorry. Get your head out of the fucking pull-up. Um, and I, I can't believe I never heard my brother. Mm-hmm. I never heard him. I had no idea. That dick army crawled from the front of the apartment. That would scare me. And it took him 45 minutes. It was like a snail. Uh-uh. Just like an inch at a time. Talk about patience. Like, that's the thing about my, my family. We want to get you. We're patient as fuck. <laughs> we are so patient. There's a story that I'll tell in another episode to demonstrate how patient we are to pull off a prank. Because <laughs> we're patient. Yeah. And he army crawled in. And all of a sudden was literally next to my bed. And I had no idea he was there. And he just jumps up. Ah! <laughs> Dwight squeezed me so hard, like I was being choked, and I'm like, <laughs> and Dwight lets out this big ass scream, oh and my God. brother stands up, turns the light on, and goes, "Gotcha, bitch," <laughs> and goes, "Okay, now I'm really leaving. Bye, have a good night." And then he left. I look at Dwight and I go, I fucking love "You didn't Halloween. do shit. You didn't do shit." He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "You just grabbed me tighter, held me in. I couldn't fucking breathe. Oh God! And you screamed like a bitch. And my brother can, my brother's gonna vouch for that." He's like, "I didn't scream like a bitch." Billy's like, "You screamed like a bitch. <laughs> fucking hilarious." So yeah, that's the kind of sick shit we do. I just wish I could have been there to see Peg and Sue do it. Like I've witnessed other shit, gross shit that my that they've done to each other. Yeah, but this one, I really wish I could have witnessed. <laughs> 
<laughs> really just, me too. I was so fucking. I wish we're there were Wi-Fi cameras back then. Me too. Just deranged lunatics we are. And now it's time for Down to Clown. Down to Clown is where one of us tells the other a crazy news story, and we ask ourselves, "Are we down to clown?" This week is William's week. This is William with CYNT News, the news that makes your twat waffle. Five parrots have been removed from public view at British Wildlife Park after they started swearing at customers. The foul-mouthed birds were split up after they launched a number of different expletives at visitors and staff just days after donated to Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in Eastern England. They just went ballistic. They were all swearing and saying terrible things. The venue's chief executive, Steve Nichols, told CNN Travel on Tuesday, (laughs) We were a little concerned about the children. I I don't even know what to say. I get called a fat cunt every time I walk past, Nichols complained. (laughs) (laughs) The African gray parrots named Eric, Jade, Elsie, Tyson, and Billy, (laughs) Billy, Billy. (laughs) were given to the park from five different owners within the same week and shared a quarantining facility together before being placed on display. But staff immediately noticed that the birds shared a love to fly off the handle. Sounds like my kind of fucking bird. They they literally, within a very short period of time, started swearing at each other, Nichols said. Fuck off is the most common one, (laughs) he explained. (laughs) It's very easy for one of them to learn, but birds would utter... (laughs) But the birds would utter anything you can think of. For example, Rock, fuck me in the ass. (laughs) Rock, eat shit, eat shit. And, Nice pussy, pussy, kiss, kiss. Nice pussy, pussy, kiss, kiss. (laughs) Oh my god. Pussy, pussy. <laughs> Talk about trash mouth. That's pussy. We can we can relate. These are elegant <laughs> parrots. It's pussy. <laughs> Most customers enjoyed the talent once the parrots were displayed. No shit. <laughs> the visitors were giving them as much back as they were giving to them. Nichols said. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would. <laughs> I know me too. <laughs> I'd be like a goddamn teenage boy. But concern for younger customers forced the staff to split up the birds and temporarily remove them from the park's public areas. Staff now hope the birds' language will become more family-friendly since being separated and put in front of the Disney Channel. <laughs> 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 I want to meet these birds. <laughs> I fucking want to as I well. I totally do. <laughs> to take <laughs> to take in a swearing parrot isn't an unusual thing. It's something that happens probably three or four times a year, Nichols said. But the pandemic has led to a surge in donations as owners spend more time with their birds and decide to give them to the parks that can provide them with a larger living space, he explained. 
We would normally take in one or two parrots in a few days. Today we took in eight. He said. And yet they and they all swear. <laughs> They're all fucking trashed. <laughs> African greys are among the, the most popular species of parrot. Around 1.1 million indoor birds were kept as pets in the United Kingdom in 2019, according to the Pet Food Manufacturers Association. Hopefully, the parents will have a full life in their colorful feathers, but maybe not so much the colorful language. Are you down the clown? Yes. <laughs> So I'm a fucking hands down, I'm down to clown. All for Hell it. Hell yeah, I My. would love it. I would love it. I love it because I can't I've believe lived one calls it. people fat cunts. I have lived it. My <laughs> aunt Chris, uh, the creator of Pissy, Pissy Fitters, um, she had a parrot named Calvin, and he was a cusser, and so. If, if, and Chris, if you're listening, Pissy Fitters, unite! unite. <laughs> she had these cats um, that lived outside, and they would get on, like, the windowsill above her kitchen what, sink. taunt the bird? Well, they would just get up there, and mm-hmm. she didn't like to have, like, the cat's paw prints on the windowsill. Mm-hmm. So she would take the detachable, like, sprayer, mm-hmm. and she'd say, You better get down there, I'll wet your ass. Calvin fucking learned how to say that. Oh my god. So we and I, I witnessed this. Calvin would be like, here, kitty, 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 kitty. I'll wet your ass. I'll wet your ass. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. He was so pretty though. Such they a usually sweet. are. They're so pretty. And we would be watching like funny movies or something when I would go and visit with them. Mm-hmm. And we would be laughing at the TV and then Calvin would be like, in the background. <laughs> it was so cool. They're they could they're so smart. Aunt Chris, I remember Calvin. Aww. <laughs> he was a sweet bird. You know, what, remember really our, you know our clients have those those they have a bird that they inherited. Who? Santa. Santa and Mrs. Claus. <gasps> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And he, he curses a little bit too. Oh, does he? Yeah. That's and he, awesome. What did he say? Like dumbass and yeah, um, stupid. I love. He them. loves calling them stupid. I love You're stupid. Them. Yeah, I love them too. So um, I was like, I would love to meet this bird. Yeah. I I think it's enough. I had to live with it. Yeah. Every day, because she says you, he'll call you, mm-hmm. even in, in the middle of the night. Yeah, Miss Claus will. He'll, he'll just, call Miss Claus. No, he'll just call, no, he'll call Santa. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, hey, <laughs> dumbass. People are going to think hey, we're crazy. Hey, dumbass. We have um, two clients. Has, they're, well, they've been, they are not married, but they've been together for a long, long time. Yeah. And the, we'll say the husband. Yeah. Um, he is a... Professional Santa. Professional Santa. He yeah. Went to, and he's really... He went to school for it. Really good. Even drives Super, a red Jeep. Yeah. He keeps it up all year round. Red Jeep. And the license plate is North Pole. Yeah. And it says like Rudolph's Crossing and all that. Yeah, on it's it. awesome. He's such a he nice wears red man. and white all the time, most of the time. Yeah. Um, cool thing is, he always has things in his pockets because kids mm-hmm. will stop him. Yeah. And he'll have like, a, you've been caught being good. Yes. yes. Yeah. He, these little coins He's he gives such out. A good He's a good person. And then um, his partner, uh, she is kind of forced to play Miss Claus. She's but beautiful. She is beautif- beautiful. Beautiful fucking woman. woman. Beautiful. So she's got the naturally white hair and yeah, um, she, she has so joined sweet. him to play. She doesn't do it for a living, but she has given in yeah. to people's requests and has played Mrs. Claus. And mm-hmm. I remember, remember when Santa was like, yeah, these, these 
buggers around there. All these men are hitting on her. Yeah. I was like, that, that. Yep. Because yep. she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's stunning. Yeah. And, and like, we're, they're retired. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're no this spring what, chickens, yeah. but they are, they, she is like a stunning woman. It's what they do to like, you know, have some extra income and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and they, they love, love doing it. it. They, they love just it. love it. Yeah. So thanks for shaking shit up with us. And we hope that you've enjoyed yet another episode of Color You Next Tuesday. We invite you to visit our website at colorunexttuesday.com or send an email to colorunexttuesday at gmail.com. Remember, we spell color C-O-L-O-U-R because we are fancy as fuck. Through the website, you can do all sorts of stuff, so check it out. If you've got a crazy personal story, we'd love to hear it. You can send those or a crazy news story for Down to Clown. Or if you have a suggestion for the show, email us at colorunexttuesday at gmail.com. We'd love to hear some of your own hilarious stories or suggestions. And if you wish to remain anonymous, just say so. Are you following our social media? Well, why the hell not? We are socially influencing the fuck out of the fuckery on there. And don't forget, we share photos, videos, and extra content from our episodes and our lives. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Color You Next Tuesday. Twitter is Color You Next. Help support Color You Next Tuesday by subscribing to our podcast, leaving us a review, and sharing us with your like-minded friends. You can also help support our show by making a purchase through our store for some fun merch. But most importantly, tell people about us. And remember, we're not mad at you. We're, we're mad, mad at, at the dirt. dirt.